what if living your best self and your ideal life was your religion, your God? Welcome to the Church of Awesome, a podcast dedicated to the principles of living an awesome life. Welcome to the Church of Awesome Podcast. I am your Catalyst of Transformation, Brett Dupree. This is 6-7-2020. I'm at 3.30 p.m., which is roughly for seven and a half hours late. But you know, as I said, as the Titanic was rolling into New York in Ghostbusters, better late than never. Plus, that's only the live part. This part just goes out whenever because that's the beauty of online. Today... We're talking about being the jerk, because we all are. First, we want to talk about the aspect of embracing. We should talk about the story, because that's what we're talking about. I was in a seven and a half hour conversation with my family yesterday, with my mom, my two sisters, and my three sisters. <laughs> oh, Jax doesn't listen to that, but I did tell him that sometimes when I asked how my siblings are, I say one, no, three, no, four, because they're 15. And basically, we're talking about what's going on today. This is July, June 7th, 2020, and it's a lot of emotions. We're talking about something along the line of what happens in ignorance, because my friend was having, my friend, my sister was having issues with kind of like, why was J.K. Rowling wrong with, with what she's saying about trans people if she did not know? Uh, ignorance, if you will, and try to go even beyond that to the fact that J.K. Rowling is kind of problematic as she does have stereotypical Jewish caricatures in banks and that, it, you know, the bankers are goblins. And I'm sure there's even a longer history of that and how J.K. Rowling is not perfect. And yes, we all have that illicit bias. And I was talking about along the lines of you know, we all are being a jerk. And I was telling the story that I listened to of, I believe I talked about this on my podcast before, I think, or if I didn't, it was the Joyce Spanch podcast where I was listening to a another podcast. I believe it was the Crack podcast. I don't remember, but it was about this lady who was in a school with Hispanic people, probably Mexicans, if I remember correctly. I just don't want to say that because I don't exactly remember. And she was as mean to them and divided as all her other friends until somebody called her out on it or how she was treating these people who were different than her. And she said that was a moment where she decided if she was going to be a jerk and lash out or accept the feedback and try to be better. And she decided to accept the feedback and try to do better. And that is something that we all do. And it is not only all do, we all have to make several of these decisions. I remember when I was in college, I was walking down the street and it was started raining and it said, man, that's gay. And then one of my friends said, I don't know anything about homosexual about the rain. And of course I was confused because I wasn't saying it was homosexual. I was saying it was gay. And then he didn't back down. My other friend, Tim, who is a not the best human being I know, kept on defending himself and the use of gay in that derogatory manner. But I began thinking about it, and I wouldn't like it if someone said, well, that is black, that is mulatto, it's Brett that it's raining outside, which is my name, 
Why am I using something that people associate themselves with in a negative way? And I had to make the decision there. Do I want to be the jerk or do I want to continue down? Another one is feeling bad about using pronouns and not trying to take it seriously because not wanting to use they mostly because in my mind they is multiple people and not one person and I find that confusing but the way I felt like the jerk and it's sad to me that I need these things that I need these outside influences to just jar me into reality but I was just I was just watching the daily the week weekly tonight I don't know why I'm forgetting the name John, John Oliver's show on HBO and he was talking about trans people and he mentioned that trans people have a 40% suicide rate that 40% of them tried to commit suicide and that boggled my mind that means if I was in a room with 10 trans people chances are four of them attempted to kill themselves that number is staggering heck if it was four percent I'm like that's too high 40% seem like a lie seem like that can't even be true how can that be true like literally, how can that be true? Of course it is true because they vet their information and it's just, as I was doing my own research in it, because I'm all of a sudden fascinating and, you know, as a half black, half white man, I understand I can empathize a little bit on being discriminated against and I want to be there for people who are, you know, black lives matter, but that doesn't mean black lives matter only. And I want to be there as much as I can for all the other people who are being oppressed. And I learned that something along the lines of accepting trans people by their family reduces the suicide rate to a way too high normal rate, which is, of course, way too high. And so I'm working my best to change a lot of my thinking. And I know I'm not purpose purposeful. I'm not perfect. And a lot of areas, I am still the jerk, which is something that bothered my mom greatly because in her mind, if she internalized something, that means she can't change. But in the Church of Awesome, and in my mind, it is different. I internalize everything because that means, that tells me the truth that I am capable of anything. I am capable of being a huge jerk. I'm capable of being insensitive. I am capable of hurting people's feelings. I am capable of terrible things, I think. I haven't been put in the right situation, but put in the right situation, I may be capable of murder. I don't know if I would be willing to sacrifice my life over somebody else's. Until I put myself in that situation, I have to recognize the fact that I am capable of murder. I am capable of being a racist against other people. I know I was in high school. I was brainwashed by Dared and thinking people who... That's another one where I was a jerk. People who do drugs, they all deserve to go to prison. I was brainwashed by dare. Basically, that's what I learned. Everything was telling me. Drug drug addicts. I created something called the Drug Dome. I used to tell my friends about it. Everyone get free drugs. And then the Drug Dome explodes, killing them all. And for some reason, that was funny and a good funny to me. And looking back, that's one of the many things that I am ashamed of. I am very ashamed of that. I mean, I'm 180 on drugs. I think they all should be legal. And yeah, regulated. I shouldn't be able to go to my cornerstone and get crack cornerstone. Corner store and get crack cocaine, but if I wanted to do it, there should be a way for me to do it and to do it cheaply. That's something I want to do. I think that'd be a lot, I mean, I can go down on it, but I'm just saying, my opinions have completely done a 180 on that. But looking back, I was the jerk. And just because I'm ignorant of my jerkiness doesn't mean I am not 
a jerk because of the unfortunate gay people that I bullied without even knowing that I was a bully without even knowing that they were gay. They were just effeminate and they might not even be gay. They just might be a little bit effeminate dudes. In fact, me thinking that a dude can't be straight and kind of effeminate, which is another friend of mine that honestly I should apologize to next time I see him, if I ever see him again. Even if it's none of my business, if he's bi or if he's straight or if he's gay, unless he wants to tell me, none of my business. So I'm not even saying my apology is, I'm sorry I made a judgment on your sexuality based on your actions and your sexuality is literally none of my business. 100%. I was the jerk. Big, fat, stupid jerk. And I'm not saying that to belittle myself. I'm saying that to recognize the fact that I can be wrong. I can be a jerk. I can be a per- bad person at that time, but I don't have to be later. It's when I have that realization at that moment, when I have that realization, what do I do with it? What do I do when I recognize that I'm being insensitive? Do I lash out at the person? Do I try to be right instead of trying to be kind? That's one of the sayings that I heard from Wayne Dyer. I don't know where he got it from. But I like, always like that. Try to be kind instead of being right. Because also Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. It is better to understand than to be understood. We need to think about that. When are we the jerk? And do we lash out the, at the person for making us feel bad? Because it feels bad. It was last year, a couple year, last year, a year before, I was talking about somebody who had a, who was mentally slow and in that conversation I used the R word and one of my friends called me out on my instant messenger and I never replied back because when it comes to fear I'm a flighter remember fight and flight fight does mean lash out so my lashing out was flighting and just not dealing with it and it feels bad it feels bad to be called out it feels terrible it feels bad it feels bad feeling like you're a bad person I understand at that point I felt like a bad person I felt bad. What I did was wrong. Of course, that's not the first thought. The first thought is, forget that. You know? I, I, I wasn't meaning anything bad by it. And all the excuses, all the excuses, all the excuses, all the excuses. They come out. And yes, I'm joyous expansion, catalyst of transformation of the Church of Awesome. And my first reaction wasn't positive. You know what? I never even messaged her back for that message. Even though I did internalize it and decided, well, I need to do better at that. In fact, after this, I'm going to send her a message that's long overdue thanking her for correcting my actions. Because me not doing so was wrong. That's just how I deal with issues. I don't deal with them. Because that's just life. I mean, we all deal with our issues differently. Some people lash out, you see it. I mean, that's the whole point of conspiracy theories, is give you someone to lash out on. Someone to utilize your fear with. So, basically, every day you get multiple... Maybe not every day. Hopefully not every day. But there will be a time when you do something that's insensitive. When you do something that offends somebody. And offending somebody is not bad. Because you're going to do it. And people talk about people being overly offended. And honestly, I think that's the childish thing ever. People complaining about PC are just children. People who don't want to be adults. Because the reality is, you are going to offend somebody. Because everybody has their own sensibilities. The question is, is what you're going to do. And each one's going to be different. You don't always have to take their side. You don't even always have to apologize. Just know that your friendship isn't worth it to me to apologize. So I'm just going to continue to do what I'm doing. 
And I've done that. I'm saying there's some aspects. I pro- It's probably very bad for me to admit this, but I'm just going to be honest. I can't see me dating a trans woman. I'm the jerk in that. I'm the jerk. It's not any, of course, it's not trans woman's fault or problem. That's, that's me. A hundred percent me. And in that sense, I am still the jerk. I would love to be all love to everybody and be able to accept everything for as they are. And I can do that through friendship. But once you go to a romance, I have something in my head. I'm like, no, that's not what I want. And it's not what I want because it's trans. And that's transphobic. And I'm fine with that for me, with who I am now. Maybe someday in the future I'll work on that and grow past that. I don't know. I'm open to anything. All I'm saying that is not to justify it. I'm just giving that as a example of how I am still a jerk. I still have some beliefs that people would find hateful and offensive. Because you can't make everybody happy. And living in a society with people, you're just going to have to determine who do you care is happy and who do you care that you piss off. And if someone's like, I'm sorry, I can't be your friend because you wouldn't date a trans person, that is up to them. And I accept that. I'm in the wrong. They are perfectly fine. And if I lose a friend, I lose a friend. And that's that's the way it is. And maybe losing a friend made me jolt me out of that. I don't know. Sometimes it does. But I know what I will do at first light and be indignant but eventually i'll come around and recognize it's them being them and they are doing what they need to do for their self-help and their self-growth and their self-care and they're adults or children they're a person and they deserve to make their decisions based off what is important to them why i don't i'm not friends with trump supporters that's important to me i can't stand racism And if I lose followers because of that, if I lose people in this group, I'm fine with that. And if you are an adult and really living the church of awesome, you leaving is fine. And you have to recognize, you don't have to do anything about it. Recognize the fact that we are just not compatible as people. And not everyone's compatible. That's what it means to be human. Not everyone's going to think and believe the same things. And some things are important enough to end friendships on. And it's where in your life... Are you willing to be the jerk? And if I'm the jerk to somebody because I will not be a friend with a Trump supporter, fine. But in my mind, they're the jerk for putting up with a racist, authoritarian, fascist jerk. And it's up to them to be fine about that. Because I can't make anyone think anything. So this is a time to recognize in your life, where are you the jerk? What beliefs do you have that do not serve you? And then how can you change? It doesn't matter if... They were taught to you. I'll be honest. My dad never taught me to be mean to effeminate men as a child. Effeminate men. Effeminate. Well, I was I was pretty mean to some effeminate men as an adult. I can't argue with that. My dad never taught me that. No one in my family ever taught me that. That was just society. And it's not an excuse. I'm not excusing myself. But I'm just saying. I'm excusing my... Well, I guess they didn't do enough to make me anti that. So take that, dad. So you didn't tell me to be anti-gay hate. I'm joking. I'm just saying that's the sad part about it. It doesn't even have to be something you even know. Once it's pointed out to you, that is when you determine whether you still want to be a jerk. Or you still want to accept this feeling that you know is going to hurt somebody. And you have to live with that. And you have to live with the repercussions. Because you have freedom of speech. You have freedom of expression. You do not have freedom of consequences. An unexamined life is not a life worth living. Socrates. 
And to all the people out there who are willing to ride with me in the Church of Awesome and examine their lives, examine their biases, examine who they are, I love you. And if you don't, I love you, but in a different way. I'm Brett Dupree, Catalyst of the Transformation. Catalyst of Transformation. Reminding you once again, to be love, to be joy, to be awesome. For more information about the Church of Awesome, check out the churchofawesome.com The Church of Awesome is recorded live 8 a.m. Pacific Time at the Church of Awesome Facebook group. Now go out and live an awesome life.